0: Hello, uh, could I order a chicken festival, please? I'm sorry? Uh, could I order a chicken festival, please? A
1: chicken festival? Yes. Uh, sorry, what's that? Uh,
0: the pizza? Pizza. Yes.
1: Um, we don't sell pizza here, sorry.
0: Oh, um, Well, will a prawn sarg then.
1: A prawn sarg. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't sell curry either, sorry.
0: Oh. Uh, what do you sell?
1: Um, well, hats. We're a hat shop.
0: Ah, um, in that case, have you got anything with twinkles on? Twinkles? Yes.
1: Like, stars?
0: No, 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 twinkles.
1: Um, we've we've got this fez in the shape of a parsnip.
0: Hmm. Oh, I suppose that'll have to do, won't it?
1: An excellent choice, sir. That'll be three kisses, please. Mm-hmm, soft lips. I'm sorry? Oh, um, I was just saying it started raining. Ah, yes. See you next week, then.
0: Uh, yes, I suppose so.
1: Ciao.
2: started it anyway so it's all load of nonsense. Yeah. Everything is load of nonsense. Covid's back. It's back. Yes. Since last time we've uh... There it is. We thought it was over but it isn't. Um it's returned unfortunately. Um so yeah, uh welcome to Peter Jim's episode 27.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think probably. Next episode's going to be a big one.
2: 28. Think... My lucky number. Yeah. Yep. Um, so sponsors,
3: yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? Have you got any sponsors? Yeah, I'll lead off. Yeah,
2: okay. So, I remember it's uh, so I didn't say ads this time, so was, yeah, I've got it right. I'm one step further along than I was last week, anyway. That's um, so sponsor number one, uh, are you tired of walking around your house at night? Yes, <laughs> then call. <laughs> Then call Luxurious Horse Rentals and make walking around your house at night a more luxurious experience. We'll deliver a horse straight to your door along with all the apples and water it'll need to survive your rental period. Luxurious Horse Rentals, get your balls out. Oh. So there you go.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to utilizing them. Have you had a chance yet? I haven't
2: yet, but I've got the app. The um, Luxurious please. Horse Rentals app. Um, there's just a bit too many ads on there for my liking. So, yeah. Like. Arrow Crush Legacy or whatever <laughs> like, Well
3: do you know, They are sponsoring us so We don't want to put people off
2: Yeah uh, If you like ads Get the ad If you don't Just give them a ring Yeah I don't know their kind phone of number I think it's two Probably two yeah
3: um, We're also sponsored Of course As always by Craig's Bar Of course Cardiff's uh, Premier Bar Hotel uh, What else is it Country Crash Yeah it's a country Now it owns Portugal Uh huh um, and we are still sponsored by Cracker Jacks, Wacky Facts. Oh yes, and they've given us a few facts. Okay. So if if you want a fact, uh, hook, uh, get in touch with Cracker Jacks, Wacky Facts. By so facts. By facts, by mm. facts. Yeah. Here's a few facts. here yeah. uh, Barbados is actually spelled T I T T Y. It's mm. just pronounced Barbados. Oh Actually, didn't know that. No. Um. I've been
2: spelling it wrong my whole life. Yeah. Every week. For my entire life, I spelled that way. That's incorrectly.
3: Uh, triangles actually have five sides, but mm-hmm. you never see two of them because they're white and triangles are always drawn on white paper.
2: Oh, yeah. That's so you true. only
3: see the, the three black sides. Mm.
2: Somebody did try to draw one on a blackboard once with some chalk, but it ended up just being a pentagon.
3: Yeah. Mm. Um, and finally, Yuri Geller was a member of 90s German electronic group Jam & Spoon. I don't know if you remember Jam and Spoon from the 90s. Craftwork. No, no, Jam and Spoon.
2: Oh, no, I don't know any other German acts other than Craftwork.
3: He was the elusive third member, Ladle, but uh, they kicked him out when uh, Spoon got jealous of him because ladles are bigger than spoons.
2: Ladles are bigger than spoons. They're like um, giant spoons Mm. that are sort of for soups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're also sponsored by Ant Porcelain's Porcelain Undertakers uh, Delivering a porcelain fu- Funeral experience With our speciality Porcelain Undertakers Call now
3: Oof. Mm. So the Undertakers Are porcelain Yeah
2: oh, fantastic. They do an entire Porcelain funeral Apparently So
3: Nice banging <laughs> In the studio Yeah
2: Yeah It's Hammering week
3: it's poor, I think that's The Porcelain Undertakers
2: It might be The Porcelain Undertakers hammering down maybe we're in a coffin doing this and we don't realise it a porcelain coffin yeah hopefully and porcelains porcelain undertakers coffins for all <laughs> uh, anything else
3: just our normal sponsor
2: big 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 fellow. and I've got the fruit rankings this week I thought I'd Excellent. start open with the thing everyone wants to know about yeah um, there's
3: been a lot of talk about tangerines return to the top
2: mm. has it retained itself at the second week of its new reign mm. at the top of the fruit rankings um, so at number five this week <laughs> it's clementines oh mm. interesting yeah uh, at number four this week Morning. it's nectarines
3: oh I <laughs> think I can see where this is going
2: Um, At number three this week.
3: Self-destruct sequence activated.
2: (laughs) It's Satsumas. Oh. Yeah.
3: Number two. I think I know what the top two are going to be. What other are they going to
2: be in, though? I don't know. At number two this week. It's an origami representation of Wyoming.
3: (laughs) Oh, didn't see that coming. No, it's
2: new entry at number two. Very exciting. Mm. Uh, and at number one this week, it's Tangerines. Hey. It's retained its spot at the top of the fruit rankings. Um, yeah, Paul wanted to put blood oranges in, but I oh. talked him out of it. Yeah. Because it's just not acceptable.
3: No, well, it's good to see Tangerines are still still there. At mm-hmm. least we've got some consistency in the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: um, I've got a letter here from a fan Okay, this is from Gary the Bastard Right, who um, resides in Kent he writes hi Jimbo's how's it going I don't care I'm too busy for that shit mm-hmm. just got a quick question for you but I really do have a lot on you know I'm a top dog corporate son of a bitch and I don't have time for your silly nonsense I've got a big meeting coming up with a tall and powerful man what should I wear to said meeting gotta go now sorry I didn't have time to listen to your answer but I really am in a rush Mm. hope to see you soon but you'll have to speak to my PA to see if he can fit you into my schedule Gary
2: right yeah everybody's in a rush these days everybody's just rushing around here and there listening to the band Rush um, and looking at the many posters of Ian Rush the football player mm. Mm. Um, so
3: what, what do you think he can I mean he, he, it doesn't matter because by the sounds of it he's not going to be able to listen to the response but what do you think he should wear to his meeting
2: so he said his, the guy was tall that he's meeting very tall and powerful and powerful he's so a man. I would go with a pair of like stilettos or something like platform shoes like mm. those 70s ones that people used to wear in the discos what with were they called goldfish. yeah with goldfish in them but not actual real goldfish yeah. and maybe a top hat so I'm just accentuating yeah. the height here so that he can feel like he's on terms with this person that's good yeah Um, and maybe because he said he was powerful perhaps some sort of bow tie
3: I was actually I was going to say bow tie mm. and um, nothing else
2: a bow tie uh, with the flag of Iceland printed upon it yeah the country not the supermarket
3: oh mm-hmm. I was thinking the supermarket no well there you go Gary Um, you can't you're not going to be I have time to listen but
2: you can't say fairer than that, though. Yeah. You really can't.
3: We've also got a um, a fax that came in from an undisclosed sender Oof. that just said the words Savvy is coming, and I wasn't sure what. Savvy? Yeah, S-A-V-Y. I wasn't sure what that was in reference to.
2: That doesn't sound too promising.
3: It didn't say who it was from. It was just an A3 fax. A3? In aerial black font, size mm. 36. Mm-hmm. Black. Savvy is coming in caps all caps black savvy no I'm sorry the text was black oh okay like the, the the text the, color was black the color was black okay. it just said savvy is coming okay i'm with you not black savvy, is oh, savvy.
2: Right. So, I, I don't know anything about savvy so i'm not sure yeah i don't know what that, what's going on there in reference to. um uh, hey bastard i have a letter here a celebrity letter um, uh, it's addressed to you so i'll okay. read it out to you okay uh, hey tom it's the real deal here Uh, do you know who it is? yeah I think so and I'm writing to say I'm a huge fan of the show in brackets especially you oh
3: thanks (laughs) Uh,
2: keep knocking out the competition I'm about to board a plane to Portugal I hear they have a in in, uh, quotation marks lucrative offer for me oh Um, yours forever Amanda Holyfield the boxer
3: (laughs) Amanda Holyfield yeah oh fantastic the
2: former heavyweight champion of the world
3: good friends with mike tyson now
2: yeah amanda the real deal oh, Holyfield or holyfield or <laughs> whatever he wants to say his name uh, so there you go so
3: presumably he's going to um craig's bar well
2: he's going to a craig's country craig's plc
3: yeah because mm. they now own portugal
2: talking of portugal um i also have the land dallas report oh if you're interested
3: i wonder what craig's related antics is going to be getting up to
2: well um Landalus, this week, has travelled to Portugal um, (laughs) to do a review of Portugal. The
3: entire country? Yeah. Oh, uh, Craig's PLC, as it's now called.
2: Well, um, it starts like this. His fax reads, uh, Stepping off the aeroplane, the air held thick with a Portuguese aroma. Welcome to Portugal, a subsidiary of Craig's PLC, a sign read. I approached the customs booth at the airport and was asked for my passport. Please bend over and pull your undies down, sir, the customs officer commanded. As I began yanking down my lace lingerie, my package flapped out, revealing a small round, uh, sorry, receiving a small round of applause from those in the queue. Do it again, but slower, the customs officer yelled, punching the plexiglass. I slow I pulled them up and then slowed the pace of my undies removal this time. The officer reached out through the hole in the glass and swiped my passport down the crack of my bum bum. That's how he's written it. Uh, You're free to go. Please enjoy your stay in Portugal, a subsidiary of Craig's PLC. And please, enjoy this fabulous pork mojito. I was handed a cocktail with an umbrella and sparkler sticking out of the glass. I whispered, I'm in Portugal. A dream come true. Near breathless with joy. Every billboard and sign and advertisement on the side of buses were Craig's related. Welcome to Portugal, the taxi driver said as he leapt from behind his vehicle wearing nothing but nipple tassels. Would you like me to drive you to the nearest Craig's Bar? Five seconds later, he dropped me off at Craig's Bar. Seven hours later, I staggered out of the bar, the Portuguese man-o-war still hanging out of my ass. I said goodbye to the receptionist, who ignored me, and headed out into the overcast streets of Porto de Egmore. All in all, I would give Portugal a perfect 10 out of 10. A fun day out for all the family. Oh, so There you go, Lamb Dallas. Ah. He's been having a fun old time in Portugal, a subsidiary of Craig's PLC.
3: Yeah. Sounds like a great country now.
2: Well, they've certainly gone up the rankings. Mm. Maybe they will have the country rankings next week. Oh, could or do. Or next whenever, we, two weeks. Yeah. Um,
3: I've got some uh, happy birthdays to give out here. Oh, okay. Um from some of our fans our listeners uh, happy birthday to Shelley McFuck Swallop mm-hmm. uh, Darren Clamp yes, uh, Dreamy Ken mm-hmm. happy birthday to Eggsy and the Boys happy birthday lads happy birthday to Hillary the Very Serious Man of course uh, happy birthday to The Shiny Potato mm-hmm. and finally of course happy birthday to Avarice with Jones
2: Ooh, is The Shiny Potato any relation to Ultimate Potato?
3: no sadly not oh okay uh, I think you've got a birthday coming up soon,
2: haven't you? Uh, I have on... Well, it's in the past now. Um, uh, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> after this show's been released, it'll be in the past. But, yeah, I do have one coming up. But also, it has happened.
3: Well, what is time, anyway? Already.
2: It's coming up to us, but it's in the past to those who are listening. Spooky. Yeah. Maybe it resides in both the present and the past. Hmm. Probably At the does. same time i got some pub names for you
3: Okay Are these actual pubs Or suggestions uh,
2: Suggestions For okay. pubs That I'm thinking of opening <laughs> Okay So you just give me A yes or a no To if you think they're alright Okay uh, So the first one is The Grape and Dodgem uh, No I'm
3: going to say no to
2: that one uh, The Cheese and Tottenham Hotspur Yeah Yes uh, The Large and Sylvia <laughs> Yes uh, Clark Allen's Big Pub That's uh, a joint venture With me and Clark Allen uh, Who runs Clark Allen's Big Store which is owned by Craig's, Craig's PLC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it'll eventually just become a Craig's pub.
3: <laughs> uh, well, yes to that then.
2: Um, Printmybooz.org. That's going to be an online uh, pub.
3: <laughs> Sounds good. You print your booze through your printer. Yeah, sure.
2: effectively. Yeah, just that's pictures of pints.
3: Yeah. It's uh-huh. a good idea. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, and the Spicy Flannel Inn.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one as well. Okay. They all sound good, apart oh. from whatever one I said no to. Uh,
2: the Grape and Dodgem. Yeah. Okay,
3: it's fine. Um, well, I've got some um quest. Oh, <laughs> I accept the quest.
2: Um, a twelve-year-old girl with a condition which makes her look seventy-five years old wants you to show her the many delights of sunny Alaska. You look down at her wrinkled hands and sigh angrily.
3: Oh. Um, uh, what is the
2: success uh, percentage of the quest?
3: I've got to show her around all of Alaska. Uh,
2: the delights of sunny, sunny Alaska.
3: <laughs> okay. So that could just be a few things. She's got old wrinkly hands though, so that's
2: well, got old wrinkly everything. She looks seventy-five years old, but she's actually twelve.
3: <laughs> like that uh thing in Don't Look Now, the film.
2: Benjamin Under Button. Her.
3: And and him. Yeah. Um well, taking all things into consideration, the success percentage is gonna be around forty seven percent. Oof. Um I've got some exciting news. I've come up with an idea for a, um, a game. Okay. So this is going to be a PlayStation 4 game. Mm-hmm. Or PlayStation 5, whenever that comes out. Um, the title for it is Top Anthea 1986.
2: PlayStation 5 is already out in the f- when people listen to this podcast. It's probably oh. already out. Oh, okay. Like It's out at the end of this year, but I think if someone's listening to this episode in 2021 or uh, beyond... Okay. Then it'll be in the past. Well, but I'll, as of right now, it's in the future.
3: I'll release Top Anthea 1986 on PS5 then. Release
2: it on Atari.
3: Okay. Um. So the characters and the plot of the game are still to be decided. I haven't come up with that. But I have come up with some controls.
2: How much RAM will I need? Two. Two, okay.
3: At least. Mm-hmm. Um But we recommend six. Okay. Uh, So here's some of the controls. So the triangle button, that's going to move the character. Mm-hmm. So you press the triangle button, the number of spaces you want to move, multiplied by three. Okay. Right. So, uh, and then your right analog stick, you press that in to rotate your character. Oh, okay. And you press it, the number of degrees you want to rotate, divided by six. Oh, that sounds simple enough. Yeah, I've tried to keep it really straightforward. Self-explanatory, really. I mean, for example, if you wanted to move backwards five spaces, you first need to rotate 180 degrees. Mm -hmm. So you press the right analog stick, 180 divided by 6, which is 30. Yeah. So you press it 30 times. Then you press the triangle button, 5 multiplied by 3, so 15 times. Got you. Um,
2: it's a bit like those old wrestling games, and this is how you yeah. perform a finisher, a finisher.
3: It's pretty, uh, like I say, self-explanatory. The X button will restart the game from the start, mm-hmm. so you want to avoid pressing that. Yeah. The, costs. Um, the circle button will navigate the camera movement, and it's going to come with a manual with a list of hundreds of different camera angles, which will be assigned to a number of times you press the circle button mm-hmm. um, and then the direction pad will control your attacks so up does a sideways attack right does a downwards attack down does a diagonal attack and left does a flying kick attack Okay. Yeah. but it depends if that's only when you're facing an enemy and if you're not facing an enemy there's a series of different attacks depending on which angle you're facing and there's a manual to list all of those as well mm-hmm. Um. And then the square button does a pose. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're, they're the controls. Again, the characters and plots still to be decided. But oh, yeah, I think the, the controls is the most
2: important part of it. Yeah, the mechanics I, are pretty solid. May I throw in a suggestion? Yeah, of course. Uh, you said uh, X. Uh, I would like to suggest that the X button, mm. if you press it twice, it saves the game. Ah, uh, okay. If you press it twice, fast.
3: But you have to do it really fast. But it has to, yeah. Plus, it, if you just press it once, it'll restart. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
2: So that would be a nice a nice option. Yeah. Because that's the only way to save. <laughs> you have again. to do it really fast. Yeah. But it has to be within a certain amount of time space between the first press and the second press. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, you have to start again. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I once played the game where if you died in the game, you couldn't play the game ever again.
3: Like life. Yeah,
2: but it was on the <laughs> PS2. Oh, right. And it cost like over a hundred pounds to buy because you had to buy this big like giant robot with it, and you used to go in your front room like a command center thing, and you had to sort of sit in it, mm. and then you press X, right, and you eject out of your room, <laughs> yeah. But if you press Y, really fast, Y, yeah, what's what's Y? Uh. It's on the Xbox version. Oh, okay. Got, yeah, okay. I'm not familiar with Xbox. There wasn't, well, It wasn't on Xbox, so <laughs> it didn't, doesn't really matter if you press Y or not. Okay. But so, if you did press Y on your yeah. Xbox, it, w- it wouldn't do anything, because the game's not on Xbox. Ah, uh, okay.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of computers... Uh-huh. Um, I've got a computer. A few.
2: Mm. I've got three RAM, Oof, and I've got powerful. four bytes of data on that that's good
3: yeah um i've been busy designing an ai okay which has been pretty exciting so um it's an ai where you can ask it any question mm-hmm. and it'll give you an answer okay so it's called computer Allen. okay so computer um, Allen. yeah okay that's what i've named him so i thought we could give it a go maybe here so if mm-hmm. you first you have to say Excuse me, computer, Alan. I'd like to ask you a question, Alan. Okay, yeah. Just say
2: that. Excuse me, computer, Alan. I'd like to ask you a question, Alan.
3: Um, and now you can ask it a question, and it should answer it.
2: Okay. Um, do I have to say that again, or do I just ask the question? No, you can just go into it. Now. Okay. Um, how many boys does it take to fill up a dream boat?
3: Tonight we are going to beat you at your own game. And after oh, it's all said and done, on. you're going to be picking splinters out of your fat asses all Ooh. night long. Oh, hang on, sorry. Wow. I've been having this problem with Computer Alan where he really likes, he's taken a liking to Scott Steiner, the professional oh, wrestler. Okay. Hang on, let me just take him out of Scott's, Right, let me try again. Okay. Right, do you want to ask? You can either ask it the same question or another question.
2: I'll ask him a different question.
3: Go on then. How many. Oh, you'll have to say oh. uh, Computer Excuse Alan. me, Computer
2: yeah. Alan, I'd like to ask you a question, Alan. Okay. Um, how many glasses are in the box of
3: spices? because you've got some fat asses. Oh, know what chance you have. You have no chance. Uh, hang on, he's still in uh, Scott Steiner mode. Oh. He's really taking a liking to Scott Steiner. Uh-huh. Um, we'll try one more time. Do you want to try again?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, hello, computer Alan. I'd like to ask you a question, Alan. Um, how can I fix my door? It's fallen off.
3: You have no chance, but you had a chance as you could run Lickety Split. But you can't run, yeah. because you got some fat asses. No, uh, oh, He's
2: broken. He, he's like stuck in
3: it. Scott Steiner mode. Yeah. He, he just really Tonight does. we're going to okay. beat you at can't your stop. own game. No. And can't after it's all said and done, you're going to be picking splinters um, out of your fat asses Holler. all night long. Holler if you hear me. Oh, well, um, I think that I've got a bit of work to do. That,
2: that prototype work, isn't working, is it? It's, you might have to completely take off. Um, Scott Steiner mode, yeah, and maybe add in an extra, say, four and a half RAM.
3: Yeah, well, I'll yeah. I'll work on that. Maybe next time we can try maybe computer Allen again. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. I uh, got
2: a film idea for you. Okay, I've been then. giving you a few film film uh, ideas recently. Mm. Uh, so far, I'm two for two. Uh, you've liked both of them as you play. Mm your role in this as the Hollywood executive.
3: Well, I'm in there with, with Netflix, of course. Mm-hmm. With and, I'm, our reboots, but, yeah.
2: and I'm gonna pitch this film to you. Um, so the working title of the film is The Battle of Portugal, and I was maybe thinking of having Martin Scorsese direct it. Um, Sounds good. So the synopsis is, well, it's basically the entire plot. Um, the year is 2074, um, so it's set in the future. Or the past, if you're listening to this episode uh, in the year 2075 or beyond. Yeah. Um, Portugal has arisen from a devastating civil war between the Portuguese alliance and Craig's PLC. Battered souls and bloodied arseholes lay strewn across the streets of what what was once Lisbon, sponsored by Craig's bar. Um, An androgynous human emerges from the rubble holding nothing but a pork mojito. This individual is revealed to be THE Craig... Um, and I'm thinking of having either Daniel Craig or Craig Charles play him Uh, well actually no I'm thinking of having them both play him on a camera cut to camera cut rotation ah okay so each time the camera cuts away when they cut back it's the other one yeah and so on and so on for the entirety of the film um you can take our bars but you cannot take our freedom Craig says uh, before delicately sipping his delicious beverage Uh, Mm. original line of dialogue there um uh, Craig uh, meets up with a few other survivors who are all Craig's bar employees um, and part of the Craig's PLC faction of course. Uh, Craig discusses what they can do to survive and potentially reclaim what's theirs um Portugal I think they mean. Mm. Um a few years a few years later Portugal is thriving once again under ownership of Craig's PLC. People are happy living in their new Craig's brand apartment suites. Um, The camera zooms in on Craig, standing outside the newly opened Craig's bar. Uh, The camera zooms out again to reveal why everybody is happy. The one thing they decided on which would reunite the nation. A banner is hung above the door reading, Extended promotion, 4% off child entry, in brackets, not applicable on Monday to Friday between 9am and 3.30pm. Then the camera zooms in super fast on one of Craig's eyeballs um and it's in its reflection it shows a crying child being herded into the bar and then the credits roll Oh,
3: very controversial mm.
2: um i'm thinking either either martin scorsese or like todd solanz could like maybe direct it yeah one or the other
3: well they're very similar yeah <laughs> <laughs> directed
2: yeah <laughs> uh, i'm not interested in anybody else directing this film um
3: is Turnip going to be in it?
2: He's... no uh he, we couldn't get the rights to turnip. Um, the turnip estate, we're not having any of it.
3: In that case, I'm going to have to turn it down. You're
2: going to turn it down? I'm
3: going to have to turn it down.
2: Oh. That's a shame. Wow. Well, That's a real shame.
3: On that note, just to brighten things up, mm. I've got the top 10 spicy boys. Oof, yeah, let's have it. Here we go. Top 10 spicy boys for the week. In at number 10, we've got former pro wrestling personality Sean Mooney.
2: The legend himself, yeah.
3: Number 9, former Labour Party leader Michael Foote. Mm-hmm. Uh, in number 8, we've got an undisclosed peach cobbler. Yep. Uh, number 7, we've got Michael Spagg. Of course. Uh, number 6, uh, the weather lady Sean Lloyd. Uh, yeah, Weatherman. I know she is, but yeah. Uh, Number five, we've got Howard's, the star of the Halifax adverts. Yeah, we've met him, of course,
2: our old friend. My account is still, the one he set up for me is still (laughs) operational.
3: Maybe I'll put that photo of us meeting him on our Facebook page.
2: Maybe, maybe not. Who knows?
3: (laughs) We'll see. Uh, Number four, former Ipswich Town football player John Walk. Okay, yeah. Uh, Number three, rap star Lil Bow Wow.
2: Lil Bow Wow, Ippy Ippy A.
3: Number two... Uh, champion of the TV games you'll count down the one and only Chris Wills the
2: legendary Chris Wills yep
3: and in a number one it is Deep Roy Deep
2: Roy again He's <laughs> he's the
3: spiciest boy
2: he is the spiciest boy Um. so yeah as you know I've uh, been intercepting your mail so oh, yeah. standard thing that I usually do I usually give it to you a bit earlier on in the episode but today I didn't <laughs> so um
3: unless we edit it no where we put it back at the start
2: that no I'm staying here well i mean if it's the start it would be the big it would be the end to us but it would be the start to people listening in the future yeah so it would exist both at the end of the episode and at the start of the episode spooky simultaneously
3: this is a very time-themed episode yeah
2: uh, talk of time. Um, here's the letter I've stolen for you, um, and I've read it, so I'll just read, you can read it out.
3: Okay, here we go. I'll take a photo as well, shall I? If you want. There's not as much uh, visual st- stimuli. No, but I mean, we'll you can't expect visual stimuli
2: on. from every different person who sends you mail.
3: That's true. Cool. Um, okay, so it's topped with. Uh, it says, "Happy Jones Mortician," in the chiller font
2: so that's the time themed thing because it's the end of someone's life a mortician oh well, I think it is time yeah. yeah so nice chiller font there for you or oh, is it word art I can't I couldn't work it out oh, I think it is chiller actually
3: yeah it's got a little some blood dripping off of the edges ooh spooky uh, it says hello Thomas I would like to offer you the job of mortician at my mortuary mm. oh, brilliant uh, we've carefully read your offer well uh, I didn't send an offer um and would like to decline. Well,
2: Oh, they've declined your offer. offer.
3: Please read our terms and conditions for more information. Mm. You may be interested in taking on our services yourself, since due to your valve complications, we estimate you have three years to live.
2: Ah, nice pause there. Yeah. Is it written like that? Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Um, okay. As they say... Can you only go to a mortician's once, unless you work there, in which case you would go often, so go while you can?
2: Fair, that's a good phrase.
3: Yeah, I'll just, it starts as a question and (laughs) then ends up not being one, I'll just read it again. Can you only go to a mortician's once, unless you work there, in which case you would go often, so go while you can? There
2: we go. I think that makes sense though, as a question. Yeah. Sort of. It's it's kind of a question command hybrid. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's an old phrase, so I mean, it might have been written in old English. That's true. Mm.
3: Um, We can offer you a two birth, four birth, or nine birth accommodation plan. Oh.
2: That's quite good though.
3: Uh, All the best, darling. Happy Jones from Happy Jones Mortuary. So they say they've let's declined. break it down let's break it down a yeah little bit they've declined my offer mm-hmm. but they're offering me a job of a mortician
2: that's good but are they retracting that offer or are they declining a different offer
3: yeah because it starts saying they're offering me a job but then it goes on to say they've read my offer and would like to decline mm. so and then read their terms and conditions you may be interested in taking on our services yourself
2: Uh, maybe like as a customer yeah like being placed into their mortuary Um, for work
3: and then they can offer me a two birth a four birth or nine birth accommodation plan
2: by that they mean like casket or coffin or something
3: I presume so hmm there we go not bad well I'll get in touch with Happy Jones
2: bad work if you can get it yeah can't turn down work in this day and age the old the old covid era as they say.
1: Um,
3: Speaking of movies, to go back to when you were talking about movies, and time... Yeah. I've seen movies before. Have you? Yeah. I saw two.
2: I've seen Mac and Me, and I've seen Dunstan Checks In. Oof. Yeah.
3: I've seen Baby's Day Out, Mm -hmm. and um, Blank Check. Oh, Blank Check. Yeah.
2: When that guy says, uh, Juice. Uh, about five times for no reason,
3: and um, Teen Agent. Teen Agent. Had a different name in America or here. The Teen Wolf. It was about a teenager who becomes a secret agent. Oh. Backstabbing. <laughs> <definitely>. Sounds good. <laughs> it's good. They used um, to love
2: those teen whatever like films back in the eighties, didn't they? Like yeah. Teen Wolf, Teen Agent, Teen uh, Man. Teen car. Teen car. Teen uh, Tina Turner. <laughs>
3: um. I'm going to be recasting Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. The reboot. That was the good Star Trek series with
2: um, Worf and Data. They all only had one word for names. That guy with the impressive beard, I can't remember his name. Riker. Yeah, Riker.
3: Yeah. Riker's Island. Mm -hmm. Um, So Netflix had come to me. They were doing a reboot and they want me to cast the new reboot. The only way that could
2: have been better, that show, is if they took um, from Deep Space Nine, Quark and put him in there, <laughs> oh, yeah. or whatever his name Quark. was Quark or... I think it was Quark I don't know whatever it was
3: um so <coughs> ooh that was a bit loud um here we go so the new cast for the reboot of Star Trek The Next Generation mm-hmm.
2: are we going in from least important to most important order yeah. again like last time
3: yeah okay so starting off with Tasha Yar <laughs> okay who I think was only in the first season or two, First I episode yeah uh she is going to be played by Labour MP Yvette Cooper.
2: Okay, I have no idea who either <laughs> those people are—the character or the or the, the MP.
3: Um, Diana Troy.
2: Yeah, I remember Diana Troy.
3: Is going to be played by Lorraine Kelly. Okay, yeah. Uh, Worf, the Klingon, uh-huh. is going to be played by Devon Dudley. Oh uh, yeah, of He's course.
2: Him. Maybe New Jack, because that way He's you wouldn't have to alter any head makeup. <laughs> That's true. Because he yeah. wouldn't have to, like, glue a Mars bar onto his forehead or whatever Wolf <laughs> was doing.
3: Um, Commander Riker mm-hmm. is going to be played by Noel Edmonds. No, yeah, that
2: Absolutely. makes actually a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Chris Rhea. Yeah, either or.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly Crusher yeah. is going to be played by Janet Street Porter. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Wesley Crusher, his son, is going to be played by Sean William Scott. Yeah. Uh, but in the Naturally. 90s, Sean Williams got... Okay,
2: so like a CG version.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgie LaForge, yep. the blind one, mm-hmm. is going to be played by Science from Big Brother Season 6. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, big, Science from
2: Big Brother, you said, just yeah. to clarify that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Season 6, Series mm-hmm. 6. Mm-hmm. That was with UK Gus.
3: Big uh, no, Gus was in with John Tickle in, oh, season, of course he in was. Series 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Science was the one with Kinga, <laughs> Maxwell, uh, Eugene, Mario, Mario, Mario Roberto, yeah. uh, Derek. Okay. It was all, it was a great, <clears throat> great series. Uh, Data mm-hmm. is going to be played by Jedwood.
2: <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe they could be like Celotate back to back and play the role that way.
3: Yeah. Like Siamese twins. hmm and finally, the main man himself, Captain Jean Luc Picard, is going to be played by our old high school IT teacher, Mr. Parisi. Gino. Ah!
2: I oh, love Gino Parisi. He's ready.
3: Gino Parisi.
2: I think he's ready for the role. He's born for the role, really. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to play the ship?
3: Um, well, we were talking to um, that dog. Clifford
2: bounty, The bounty hunter Oh, dog the bounty hunter Yeah Yeah, I thought you meant Clifford for a second but um, Oh yeah, Clifford yeah. Well that one used to fly around in a plane What was he called? Pippin or something? He used to like fly around <laughs> with an old lady in a biplane
3: Was this a television yeah, a, show? Yeah, it was a Yeah, it was
2: a television show This old lady would grab this dog and put him in a plane And then they'd fly around for a bit And then the oh. show would, would end <laughs>
3: Oh, listeners, uh, what was that TV show called? Bug- bugger, bug, bugle,
2: bug- Bugaboo, Bugaboo by Beyonce and the others, the other two.
3: Uh, email us at pitofchimps at dot com com net. Comnet or something slash five. Um, and we'll we'll read. Oh, we can't accept any emails at the moment.
2: Um, because oh, of COVID. No, it's because we haven't got enough RAM. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, I think we need at least five RAM to do that.
3: Maybe in the future. Mm. If you write to us in the future, we'll read it out. In the past. In the past. Now. Now and then mm-hmm. we'll do it there. And then we'll
2: save all of the questions on a solid state drive so they remain t- within the confines of zero time. Yeah. Hmm. Negative time.
3: Time minus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. So, um... Sh- should we... End it Mm -hmm. on the sex report. Yeah,
2: well, I thought you were going to say, should we end it then? (laughs) (laughs) And say, well, uh, Happy Jones will be happy anyway.
3: Well, I'll just do the sex report and then we can... Run away. Leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Here we go. So, it's going to be a dry week in Scotland as a nationwide shortage of iron brew takes its toll on the population. There'll be just a handful of fucks taking place in Glasgow around midday on Thursday. It's looking tastier in the north of England though, as Newcastle and York will see week-long Extinction Rebellion protests taking place, leading to at least 25 hippies getting jiggy with it. Oof. In the south, things will be picking up after a rather disappointing start to the month. There'll be a record 78 shags taking place, due to Wayne Lineker passing through the region. Mm-hmm. So, uh, He's moth- always going to boost up the rankings. Yeah, the- that's true. Scores. Uh, so any mothers may want to lock up their daughters. Uh, In Wales and Northern Ireland, things will be much the same as last week, with an average bonk count of around 30. And that's the sex report.
1: Mm.
2: So yeah, um, sounds promising. Um, The outlook is uh, 5, I heard. mm, I think so. The top highest temperature is going to be 12. And the lowest temperature is going to be eleven.
3: Yeah, so be around eleven point six five. Yeah,
2: roughly something like that. Um, yeah, so we should probably wrap things up for this week, um, and then we'll be back in two weeks.
3: In the future, which is in the the future,
2: or it might be the past. In the future, exactly. Who knows? Time is an abstract concept. Self-destruct sequence activated.